legit mean that like with all of my heart no not at the bottom of my heart nobody not behind no chest head I mean I don't really think I have it whatever um <laughs> but seriously with all of my heart I really miss y'all like for real so I do some things without y'all like a little bit I'm not gonna get emotional tonight you're not gonna catch that 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 now that thirty. you're not gonna catch that tonight but the question really is did you miss me because I got things to talk about. <laughs> so I hope you are ready. And if you're not, go and get ready, okay? Because it's another episode of The B-Mix right here on BeExposedRadio.com. You're the only place to be on a Thursday night at 8 o'clock p.m. So welcome and welcome back, okay? So all of those that have been with me before, I thoroughly, again, thoroughly missed you. And welcome to any of you that may be tuning in for the first time. Welcome to the space where, <laughs> baby, you're welcome. Okay, <laughs> just the space, the space where we welcome you with arms open wide, right? Because it is for um, the B Mix show. It's for everybody. Because me, I, I just you know I've been through it all. I'm going through it all. Probably finna go through it all, you know, things like that. So it's for the unheard, the unseen, the muted, the forgotten, whether it be the forgotten part of you or for the person that just doesn't belong anywhere. The me. So welcome. Hey, Chris. <laughs> uh, missed you. <laughs> so here's the thing, y'all. Um, we need to get into some stuff tonight, y'all. We do. We just can, can we please? Can we do that? Is that OK? Is that OK? Um, cause, cause we're going to get into it tonight regardless, <laughs> but, um, we need to get into some things. So first and foremost, I really, really hope that each of you, um, especially to, you know, my veteran viewers, but seriously <laughs> to anybody watching tonight or anybody that's going to catch the, um, the, the show afterward, um, I really hope you enjoyed a very happy and safe you know, I'll say last Thursday, but some of you do not recognize the holiday of Thanksgiving, and I respect it. Um, so I really hope you enjoyed the time of last week, last Thursday, the time that is set aside um, here in America, okay, <laughs> to uh, recognize the concept of thanks and giving. <clears throat> now, we know, you know, we know. Um, you know, the real story <laughs> behind it all, you know, how your why people cousins um went ahead and uh, you know, did their thing here as usual, <laughs> ruining people's uh, you know, livelihood, but never to defeat us. So that's neither here nor there. I had to get done on up off my chest now. Why? Because on tab said that's my business. <laughs> um, speaking of my business, real quick, mind your business if y'all see cat hair all up on my shirt, because I'm telling you right now, first of all, I don't know what made me take my shirt off. But whatever. I don't know. Today, y'all know usually in the past, past episodes, I didn't say that I almost gave y'all loose tits. I almost came down here without um, 
I love to see it. She said, I see you, client. Period, y'all. Sis is working. Okay? Just be very clear about that. Don't worry about it, baby. I'm glad you're going to catch it later. Thank you. Um, but yeah, listen, working on it here. Listen, y'all ain't nothing like having somebody in your corner and on your team to tell you things like keep developing that brand. Y'all, y'all ain't know that mean yet, but baby, you're going to, you soon find out. I promise guarantee you soon to find out, but I'm excited. So I gotta, I gotta call bail. Um, <laughs> Nina always get me hype, y'all. So, um, <clears throat> back, back to telling y'all about minding your business. So what I did was, like I said, in the past weeks, I always used to come, you know, I came down here a couple times and said that I was going to come down here, you know, give y'all a loose tick. I didn't really feel like snapping on a bra, whatever. You know, you got to snap, you got to twist it around. What do I feel like doing on it? Every week, I, it's a lot. You know, my day to put on clothes is Sundays. I go to church. That's all y'all getting from me. I don't know when that's going to change. And quite frankly, I'm okay with it. But, um... <clears throat> So today it was not a problem. It was really because I ran out early. I had to run my mom's on me. Don't worry about that. Um, so I really already had one on one anyway. But for whatever reason, I took my shirt off earlier. You know, my black shirt. And um, I tossed it. Mm-hmm. I didn't think. Lo and behold, I didn't went upstairs right before the show to throw my shirt back on. And the cat is laid across it. Okay. I'm talking about laid prostrate. Okay. Not before the Lord. Just all across my shirt. Okay. I ain't got time for him. Makes me sick. So... Again, <laughs> not to mention, you know, my scalp a little dry, so I'll catch, catch some flakes and some Not your business. I'm going to get my hair done soon. Don't worry about that. The point is, I'm here, okay? I am present. I acknowledge my own presence. And I'm right here with you. And hopefully, you're right here with me and not judging me. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, <clears throat> so, y'all know I always have to ease y'all into when I'm finna fuss for you. I don't think I'm finna fuss for I don't think so. <laughs> but like I said, we are going to get into some things. Here's the thing. If we if we had a met, right, if we had a talk, if we had to come together last week, last Thursday, which was, like I said, on Thanksgiving, um, I really would have, <clears throat> it wouldn't have been, in my opinion, it wouldn't have been the typical, like, you know, what are you thankful for? You know, and then that's not to call it typical as in to demean it, right? to undervalue it or to invalidate that, you know, that question, that sentiment, because it's very important, right? But I didn't, I wasn't so concerned and I'm not so concerned with what you're thankful for now, because we've talked about that before. That's the thing. Now, I hope that that list is growing and continues to grow. But what I'm most um, curious to know, and and, yeah, curious to know, (laughs) I'm going to put it no other way. What I'm most curious to know is what are you thankful for that you are not? You like that? You like that? <laughs> a little twist, a little spit up on it. You like that? Don't worry about it. Um, why? It's the demons. <laughs> what are you, what do you think, okay. What are you thankful for that you have, you did not become? What are you thankful for that you have not received, that you did not receive? Whether if it was that particular thing, that particular ask, that particular, um, I don't know, inquiry, and that particular request, that, you know, particular thing that you had in mind, um, and maybe it was just at that time. What is it that comes to mind when you're like, I'm glad I didn't get that, man. I'm glad this ain't happened. I'm, I'm glad I wasn't in that situation. 
that should bring on a level, I think the next level of thanksgiving, right? In the season, as we transition from the season of thanksgiving more into the season of giving, right? You understand? What is it that, you know, when we reflect, because I'm always go to that, y'all, we always talk about self-reflection. Please don't ever think, (laughs) do not ever think that it is okay to go a day without reflecting on self. It's never okay not to reflect on oneself. Never. You should do it every day, multiple times throughout the day, consistently, constantly, all throughout the day, you should be reflecting on self. That is why they say uh, for believers, pray without ceasing. Continuously, you are praying to God and you are talking to him. You are seeking guidance from him. You are laying, you know, your burdens down at his feet. You are casting all of your worries on him because it's like, Lord, listen, I just realized I felt something real dumb earlier and it was dumb, (laughs) right? Like, you need to be reflecting on self. That's how you keep yourself in line, keep yourself in check. Y'all always talk about, you know, who finna check me? That, I ain't gonna lie. Low key, when I was really into like watching like the, um, what y'all call it, Ratchet TV? <laughs> um, when I was really into watching it. My favorite quote from all of the episodes or all of the little seasons or whatever that I watch of different ones, the New York and them, and then the down south, bout it, bout it, Atlanta's and them and all that. Um, my favorite was, I don't even know who's that. All I know is sis said, who won't check me, boo? You can leave the boo out, but who won't check me? That used to be my favorite thing. Like, I don't know. But that's our sentiment, like in general. Generally speaking, that's usually all of our sentiment. We've been like, who won't check me? Who won't this? Okay, listen, the the thing is, if that is your sentiment, because the reason why I said it, one, because it was in a joking way, because I didn't really, you know, (laughs) talk to people like that, like, and mean it, right? It was always in a joking manner. So I don't know why I keep trying to pin this head back like these long, y'all forgive me. Um, <laughs> anybody get shorter? Cause I'm really about to, again, what do you mind? So now given when I say my hair done, don't expect that. It, it'll be some time, probably for Christmas. I don't know. Mind your business. So uh, <laughs> like, it, it's about when you say who gonna check me, it's the other side of it. So again, I would say it because I meant because I'm always working on self. So it's like a, you know, jokingly like, who gonna check me? Then in my mind, I would think that second half of it, which is what we need to bring forth and, you know, put more effort and more light, shine more light behind, right? Um, which is who gonna check me because I'm checking myself. That's the thing. I'm checking myself so much. Like I check myself constantly. Now get it. Now given, that does not mean I'm not promoting that to be your everyday, all the time, you know, thought process as far as who won't check me, right? But it needs to be more so of a, in a humble way, if possible, right? Um, Of who won't check me because I'm always checking myself. Um, But if, you know, so that means because you're always checking yourself, if someone brings up something that can help you, um, that, you know, they, you should only be surrounding yourself by people that are going to suggest things that would help you, not hurt you, harm you, right? Um, then that means that there's something to, to, to notice. 
So that's still keeping an open mind that as you self-reflect and, you know, try to self-correct so much and all the time, there's still something that somebody can add to it. So I know that sounds like it contradicts itself, but that's why we all got to get to a place where we can receive it because that makes perfect sense to me. I'll be honest, makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> and it's not just because I said it. It's not just because I said it. It, it. it can be like mostly, if you think of like percentages, it's probably like a good, I want to say 76%. The point is, <laughs> it makes sense to me, right? And I'm being very honest about that. but it actually makes sense to that's the I can I can separate that right and so again transitioning from you know one season to the next not just you know spring summer winter and fall but um you know like I said from one season of Thanksgiving to you know giving how do we how do we put into perspective of the things that you reflect on that you know, you are grateful or or thankful that you are not, or that did not happen to you, or that, you know, you did not have that you might've asked for, right? So it can go two ways. How do you turn that into, you know, a gift? How do you, how do you pay that lesson forward? Like I've mentioned to you before, it's, (laughs) baby, let me add a head in my way. I've been, I've been married my daughter's father way before we even conceived my daughter right y'all don't even know but that's enough like whoosh shot do we remember that thing yeah uh it's enough to even have the child with you and moving on but <laughs> i've been like tied to this man okay it could mean i'm sure i don't know though because of how stuck i was beforehand right of just even of all the things that happened before then, by, you know, by 25, I was really married to him and I would have been tied to him. So what I have, if I was married, if all went well, we we got engaged at like the age of 19. Ugh. <laughs> sorry, y'all. <Ugh. laughs> all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I got myself together. But <laughs> we, got married, we got engaged at the age of 19 and... We would have been married at 25. And would I have gotten to a place where I am now to be able to reflect on so much about it? So not just to put it all on him, which is mostly, but um, to realize some of my doing in it, right? Even with, you know, this good heart and all of that, would I have been able to recognize that back then in order to, you know, if we had actually gotten married, I know for sure that means we would need to have gotten divorced. I can say that. Now, let me tell you why that's a big statement for me to make. I, because y'all know I ain't finna judge people. Anyway, I'm absolutely not judging any of you or anyone um, that has been divorced. I'm not even judging the person that's considering divorce, right? Um, it is a big D word to me, though, for me, right? This is why I say, let me pause here and say that, revisit the fact that we've talked about on the show before how we need to get to a place as a people. As all people, but definitely as a people, as a, as a you know, skin folk, kin folk people, right? Black folk, that we have to get to a place where if I say something that's relative to me, that matters to me, that's significant to me, it does not, first of all, I have to not mean it to be this way, but also it doesn't mean like from you receiving it, right? And you're perceiving it and receiving it, right? Your perception of it. It does not mean that I am belittling or 
overshadowing anything about you. So if I make a statement and say that divorce is not for me, I don't, and the way I usually put it is I don't believe in divorce for myself. Okay. To me, the way I've said it, it caps it for me. The Nancy Aaron Helena Richardson, me. I don't mean it for someone out there that like, again, that they have already, if they've been through divorce, if they are experiencing it right now, unfortunately, if they are considering it right now, unfortunately, I don't mean it to, to hurt, to trigger, to attack, right? So we have to get away from it. We have to. It is the choice. Here I go. We're going through review again. It is the blessing and the choice to let it go. In that very moment when you decide to say, you know what? I ain't about to worry about, you know, how y'all love to say what attitude. I ain't about to worry about that little girl. Now I'm about to worry about that nigga. Okay. What however you gotta put it, even if it's with a little attitude, and then we'll grow to get to a place of where we can let it go happily. I let things I let things go happily, truthfully. Not even a lie. Now, remember I said before, there's a lot of review tonight. <laughs> like I'm teaching a class. Like, but I've said before, just because it's a simple answer, a simple solution doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy to do. So me letting something go, letting someone go um, out of my life hasn't necessarily been easy. It's definitely the simple solution. Let people just walk on up, walk on by. Listen, get on up out of here, okay? Um, and the beauty is that I haven't had to experience this in so long. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Time escapes me. <laughs> but to me, it's been so long. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But um, we have to get to a place where, like I said, you can receive something that someone is saying because we really have to um, do, oh. I don't know who they could possibly be calling. I'm so sorry, y'all. No one calls me. Let me tell y'all, here's another side note, because I know I'm over the place. I get it. But <laughs> y'all, y'all forgive me. But I just want to say my phone is very, very dry. <laughs> Listen, come I'm getting to this comment in a second. My phone is very, very, very dry. Okay. Very dry, so much so that um, the only reason I I consider like continuing to pay the bill monthly um, is because I don't even I I don't <laughs> really not real reason y'all not I'm thinking about it but literally the only phone calls I receive are the warranty people um, you know we've been trying to contact you for a warranty and then you know they got me the first time. You were trying to contact me. How? I didn't fall for nothing else. Too bad. But then, then the text messages on my phone is the text thing goes off. It's, it's you know, I don't know the ninety percent off of this or something. And I open them just to make sure. And I still got all the unread messages still, but and that's like real, real messages. But <sighs> y'all, is anybody else going through that? Moving on. I'm, I'm gonna actually revisit that in a second. Um, I. I want to acknowledge um, a comment. Thank you, Shola. You are thankful that you are not bitter. Girl, I received that. I received that in in the atmosphere for you. Like, I am grateful that you, you acknowledge that for yourself, that you recognize that, and that clearly there's work that you have put in to be sure that you you are able to even make this statement, right? Because it's a truthful statement. I'm so very proud of you. 
um, and I acknowledge it. I acknowledge it. And sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean that when we make these profound statements, because they are profound, when you make these affirmations over yourself with these, you know, realizations of yourself, you, you're doing just that. You're affirming the fact, you're affirming your work that you've put in. But it doesn't necessarily mean because we have to make sure that we're not doing it. We're not doing the work to you ever like get out of a relationship and be like, oh, yeah, you know, of course, even when we think that we have grown up a little bit. So there was the younger us or the immature us that, you know, got our relationship and might have, you know, wanted to make somebody jealous or something like that and blah, 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 blah. But then when you get older, you feel like, oh, I'm doing it better. I'm doing it right. And then you learn after that that, no, that's still wasn't right. So then the more mature you, you know, gets out of a relationship or another relationship and then you're like, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to take all this advice, all everything in the atmosphere, everything in the universe, I mean, and all that um, is telling me to work on self. So I'm going to work on self because he's going to see that I'm a better person. That's still wrong. That's still wrong. So what I'm saying is that when we make these affirmations over self in our self-reflection, um, that it's important that we don't just make these statements, you know, for somebody else's, you know, recognition. But the reason why I think it's important to say to someone once they, you know, make a statement um, like that, I think it's important to just acknowledge, like acknowledgement is such a big thing to me. Just to acknowledge that knowing like being someone else that has been through, you know, stuff and has had to work for my own peace and to maintain sanity and all of that. It's important to hear that, but we just have to make sure we're not doing it for that. But like twofold, like right in the same moment. So it's like right there, like with a split, um, <laughs> that it's okay to, to, to recognize or to acknowledge somebody else's, you know, affirmation of the work that they put in. So I absolutely acknowledge the fact, Shola, that you are thankful that you're not bitter. That's important because you, th- all you think of it is there's, there's one less person in the world that has gone through stuff that probably, they probably have all right to be bitter, right? But has done the work to be sure that they are not. That's important. One person at a time, y'all. Each one, teach one, reach one, reach one. I don't know. Each one, preach. I love rhyming words, but sometimes they escape me. I digress. Um, So my question also is, how do you encourage someone when all hope is lost? And now that could be twofold. That could be for you. That could also be for the person that, you know, you, you feel moved to encourage. You are in the same space as them, right? Um, like, so, hold on, because we know what the B on. <laughs> we know what the B mix. It's not to leave anybody out. Here's why I say this before I, I say my next thing. So I always found myself like in some type of assembly or meeting, you know, big, large meeting or something like that. Um, and people make these, these statements of like, you know, oh, because if you're the person that lost all hope or this or that, and you're like, I haven't really lost all hope. Like, it's, that's not really me. Like, that doesn't relate to me at all. Um, I, <laughs> I would, I kind of tune out by nature you would tune out because you feel like it's, it's, it's not related to you. And so not to leave anyone out, right? So not even just how do you encourage someone who has lost all hope, but how do you encourage someone 
I don't know, that hasn't lost all hope, but maybe their, you know, their hope meter <laughs> is wearing thin, right? Um, have you ever seen a traffic light, right? Um, duh. <laughs> Let me finish before y'all. So, <laughs> so you see the traffic light far ahead of you. Enough, enough road is there that you could possibly make this, make this green light. Or there's enough road to where if you don't drive it just right, you might catch the yellow or red, right? Get caught at the light. And so you decide, like you're driving, you're like, okay, I see it. I mean, you know, now I could choose to speed up, but I think I'm okay where I am, right? And then you're like, ah, all right, I probably could make it. So then now you're turn on your hope. Your hope meter is in the, is in the green now, going and was in the positive. And so then you're getting just up to it where you could make that light. And then it turned yellow, and then boy, immediately it's red. And yellow ain't long. We know that. Um, especially in Baltimore. I don't know what's going on. It's like orange. I don't even, it's just like blue, orange, red. Like just because the yellow is passing. But if the yellow is equivalent, <laughs> I'm going to let it go. Y'all, I'm going to let it go, I promise. But the yellow is equivalent to when these people dropping off these packages and they did knock on your door. And by the time you open the door immediately, Yet, as soon as you open the door and they just knocked on the door or just rang the bell or something, they already at the end of your gate, down at the end of your driveway or something. Like, what? How, how y'all do that? They already in the car pulling, in the truck pulling off. How? Anyway, so that's the appropriate uh, example of the yellow light here. Um, <laughs> in Baltimore, at least. If, if, if your yellow light is longer, please, please let me know. Um, but, you know, so you, you, you now realize that you turned the hope, your hope was in catching the light, right? Was in making that green light. You had, you didn't have that hope at first, you know, you just didn't think about it at all, or maybe you just had no faith at all, right? So either one. And so then all of a sudden you're like, you know, okay, I possibly could make it. Let me either speed up a little bit or, you know, ooh, let me just think about it. I'm going to be the little engine that could. And then, you know, it's cut off. Like you just you had a halt. So the hope that you just had in something, you lose it for whatever reason. You know, you lose that thing, right? Um, How do you encourage someone like that, that just decided to start to hope? Just began hoping right before COVID started. Somebody that just knew for sure that it was their time to get back out there and dating. And then we're all forced to stay in the house. I'm not letting, I'm sorry. But, and then we're, you know, and then we're all forced to stay in the house. How do you encourage the person that just said, you know what? I believe that I'm sorry, you know, I'm going to church more, right? Because there are people out there like that. And then COVID, it's like, well, right? So how do we turn our, you know, our thing? We're, so we're thankful. We're thankful for the things that we are not, that we did not become, that we probably had every right to become or um, you know, want it so badly, right? So the things that we were asking for and didn't get, how do we turn that lesson in that into a gift, right? To pay it forward. Um, how do we, how do we give the gift of hope when faith, when our, well, when our own faith may be weary? How do we do that? Anybody? Any tickers? Anything come to mind? Okay. Um, Beaming tip of the week. 
breaking breaking okay sorry <laughs> i'm goofy tonight y'all y'all forgive me um if anybody has seen like on my personal page if anybody's seen my show my story you can clearly see that i've been in the goofy mode i don't know what's up with me um but i'm grateful i'm grateful for it <sighs> okay feed tip of the week y'all now don't you don't y'all go now just take this one and put this one in your pocket don't really go spreading this one, like as in telling the world, because it's going to mess you up. Okay. The tip of the week is when you think of, okay, or for those of you that are in a relationship, I ain't really talking to the situationships. I'm talking about the relationship, um, you know, married, um, engaged, there are a lot of engagements happening. Very happy about that. Congratulations to all of y'all. So excited. I'd be so happy. I'd be so happy oh i'll be so happy okay moving on um but so like relationship relationships you know you're living together there are those relationships there are you know the ones where you know they are promising the ones that are healthy the ones that are fostering growth for the both of you as well as your soon-to-be union you know just all that um those right again that situationships so uh when you think of your significant other do you reach out to them okay well just 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 wondering just wondering just put it out there for those of us that either have suffered from or even if you haven't if you have ever been faced with right because that's not necessarily mean you suffered from it in the past, but everyone, everyone living and breathing will be at some point in time tempted by something, right? So to leave that very vague. So to bring it closer to home that say if, you know, while you're in a relationship, you are tempted, you're at work, there's somebody that's, you know, really pretty, really beautiful, very handsome, fine, fine. Um, And it really could be just as simple as that they, you know, always speak to you. So they could be into you or not. They could see your wedding ring or or the fact that you don't have one, so they don't know. Or you could have brought up, you know, your significant other, or you could not have just because it just hasn't, you know, like you probably haven't even interacted with this person, right? In the way of which they, it will come up. Who knows? Right. So either way, either way, if they either know that there's someone there or they do not, not because you're trying to keep it from them and being sneaky. Maybe I'm talking to the real relationship ease. Okay. Um, but you know, there's this fine person at work. And so they speak to you. Speak to you, you know, you can tell us a little, might be a little extra here and there sometimes. Okay, hey, all right, then they all right, now. <laughs> okay, so okay, bro. Um, y'all ready for the tip? If y'all don't text your significant other when that happens and thank me later, that's that's good. I'm telling you, it's good. I, I guarantee you, it's good. I know, I know, right? I'm the single friend that's giving you, it doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> just know I've been in a relationship at some point in life. Okay, even more than one. I've had three of them. That's big. Wow. I am 33 relationships. Go me. Judge your mother. Um, <laughs> but, you know, at some point it was going well. Not really. On my end. It, it does, the point is, I'm the single friend that can give advice. Because I can, because I'm, I'm I'm wise. I don't know. I wasn't wise in my own situations, but everybody else, I'm pretty good. 
the point being, right? Because if we can do that, if it's, no, not if we can do that. If it's hard to do that, because even if, even if that wasn't groundbreaking advice for you, how often do you do it? How often do you talk to your significant other? Mm. Not just about, you know, responsibilities or if you have children together or, you know, like some responsibilities or bills or, you know, um, logistics, who's going to pick up this shot or who, who's washing the mask tonight? How often, and I mean, when you're apart, when you're in places in which you probably, you know, would not be thinking of one another, right? How often do you check in, not check in, because I don't want to use that word because that's different, but how often do you connect and communicate and correspond with your significant other, right? When it's really not, you know, known or you're not prone to, like I said, when you're at work, you you might be the only person out of your relationship that goes to, or out of your household that goes to church. So if you're at church and, you know, but I don't know, the fine brother, you know, first time visitor song just stood up. You're like, God, boy, fine, Jesus, now, come on. You catch yourself real quick, boom, text your man, okay? <laughs> this is free game, y'all, I'm trying to tell you. And just text him, it doesn't have to be raunchy. I wouldn't even, I would take it so far that it's not even, let that be another time where, you know, you kind of send something like, hey, girl, don't do that. Just send something like, you are so handsome. Like, pump your man up, sir. Bruh, pump your man up. Um, pump your girl up. Y'all already know we need that. Listen, dear future husband, baby, pump me up. I love that. Okay? Okay? Thank you from me to you. Okay? Because, um, fellas, please don't act surprised. Absolutely pump our heads up. For sure. And it doesn't even have to be about the things that you think. Don't do the, do the most and be like, baby, your gut ain't look that big in that last picture you took and put on IG. You don't a lot, right? You don't a lot because now I'm trying to figure out if my gut in the other picture before, like, what, what you think of my gut? Like, why you now? It don't even mean insecurities necessarily, but whatever, right? So don't do the most, okay? Just simply tell me you're beautiful, baby. You look real pretty when you was waking up this morning, you know, wiping the drool off the side of your mouth. Oh my God, stink. Thank you. Like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Just, you say that when, you know, this big butt girl done walking on by and, you know, I believe I got the biggest, you know, romp and I don't. Just do things like that, right? Just, just small, just small things that matters, okay? Don't tell me that I ain't never told you nothing golden. That's a good statement. I might coin that one. Nina, might coin that. Um, anywho, <laughs> I digress because I always, I always go off. So, in the same token, right? If we're talking about if it, if we find it hard to, or we reflect again, self-reflecting on the fact that you know we may not necessarily do that as often as we want to believe that we do. That's just like the people, I promise I'm not going to want any more tangents, but <laughs> I'm going to try not to. That's the promise. Try. That's just like the people that are like, oh, I'm not here for things. Uh, oh, Lord, I was going to say Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, yada, 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 right? Holiday to set aside to, you know, pour the love on, especially if you're in a relationship, yada, yada, type thing. I think it's a beautiful thing. 
Am I completely brainwashed by all of the, you know, holidays that we have in America? Not necessarily. And I say not necessarily because I don't mind them because it is simply the way I see it, simply a time set aside for, you know, with a with this particular, you know, concept in mind. So Valentine's Day, we all mean, oh, that's when you love more people. Okay. Now, given I hear y'all, oh, we're supposed to love each other every day. You don't. You don't. Not to the extent of what you want to. And it, it, realistically, I kind of don't want you, like when we talk about, you know, Valentine's Day, usually, again, it's the, you know, usually monetary gifts or some type of way of showing that probably didn't cost, you know, a dollar or two. So it's a couple, couple pennies. Sure. I don't want you spending that much money with me every day. I want you spending that much attention, but then I, I also want you spending that realistically. I want you spending a lot of attention on your craft on your ministry, your businesses and all of that in yourself, first and foremost, <laughs> pouring into yourself, taking care of your spirit, man. So that way you can be a strong, you know, man inside and out for me and inside and out for our household, for our family, for our children. You know, I mean, like, so, oof. That whole everyday thing, I cringe at that. Like, as much as a lover as I am, like, no. So if we find ourselves, you know, not necessarily pouring out into even our significant others, we damn sure not pouring out into all the other people out in the world that we should be. Please stop thinking that is not our obligation to pour into other people. I said it. Okay? Yeah, I said it. Um... So in the same token, if we're talking about building your legacy, your brands, um, yourself by simply pouring into you when you catch yourself, you know, pouring into, you know, outside factors like work. Right. So when we when you feel yourself, here's another tip. Right. I'm, I'm giving you all a few of them tonight. When you feel yourself. With, and now these are from my entrepreneurs, but anybody that is really looking into branching into your own. Um, whether it be soon or, you know, sometime down the road, right? Start practicing now, especially if it's not going to be right away. That's either way, actually, (laughs) especially if it is going to be right away, um, like you're behind. But I said, especially for if you're not, you know, um, looking into delving into your own just yet, because it's right now, it's a beautiful time to just build practice and habit, good habit that you'll have so that way it really comes to you a lot easier um, when when your time, when you so decide when the time is right, when, you know, God willing, all of that, right? And so for any of you that, you know, plan to, or I guess that have already, right? But definitely for those of you that plan to get into your own business, own way, um, own lane, right? Um, as much time as you find yourself, because yes, people, entrepreneurs, not everybody jumps out there. Their leap of faith is not always equivalent to, you know, quitting immediately, like quitting their nine to five. There are a lot of, and I mean, a whole lot of entrepreneurs out here that still work a nine to five or, you know, whatever, still work like a, like somebody else is signing their paycheck for them. Right. Um, and that's okay. I want to be very clear. Look at me. Hey, right here. Look me in my four. That's okay. Okay. So when you are, you know, doing that, when you're juggling and you are, you know, obviously you're obligated to pour into, you know, this nine to five or, you know, your, your means of income. 
because it's necessary. Duh, right? Necessary. Do not, and I mean, do not find yourself not. And I know we've seen this on social media somewhere, some memes and stuff like that, but it is very, very, it is vital that you get this. Do not find yourself giving more time to that source of income than the energy that you put forth for your own, right? So here's the thing though, that includes yourself, okay? Because I know it's like, well, wait a minute, you mean I got to work a nine to five, so that's eight hours out of the day. I got to sleep at some point, ugh. Got to bathe, I got to, you know, brush my tooth. I got to the kids if I got kids, my niece and nephew if I don't have my my parents, my fame, my my cat, dog, the bird, the hamster, like, I, I got to work out at some point because, you know, you know, like, I got to eat. Oh, my Lord, what you mean pouring to myself as much as or more than I'm pouring into my nine to five? Girl, what you talking? Listen, okay? First of all, breathe. <sighs> good. Okay? Does that feel good? I'm proud of you. So, it includes this work, the self-work. So it includes making sure that you ate and ate a well-balanced, healthy meal, right? And especially when you when you self-reflect, I'm, I'm driving at home tonight, when you self-reflect and realize, okay, dang, I usually skip dinner because I just feel over it by the time I go by, at least I ate lunch at work, right? And I know this is probably pre-COVID, but think about, mm, oh my goodness, in the next week, oh, that's good. Habits. Habits pre, during, and planning for post-COVID. Ooh, y'all, somebody write that down. That's good. Ooh, that just came to me. Thank you, Lord. That's good. He'll talk to you. He'll talk to you in a missed love, baby. Because for those of us that, you know, might have had some habits, good and bad, before COVID, what do they look like now? Oh, y'all, I got to get away from that. I got to get away from that because I, mm-hmm, I'm, I'm, we're going to get to that next week. Yeah, we're going to get to that next week. Uh, why? Because... Please be reminded in all the review that we've done tonight that I said, what, a couple weeks ago now that we were working on a prosperity plan. That's why I'm bringing this home about the fact that, you know, putting the, in the not even this, I want to say the same or really more than, more energy into yourself, into your stuff, your stuff, right, than what you give to someone else's company, right? It includes the stuff that you're doing for your inner self. When you're talking about prosperity and all that, you are no, we're not talking about materialistic things. I said that. That will come. The work that you're doing on your inner self, the outside things will come. Okay? You go to bathe and wash your skin. You know that you're going to put clothes on. Clothes are coming. You don't have to worry. You know, if you got the option and you're blessed with being able to pick and decide what you're going to put on your skin, but you have to take care of that skin, right? Take care of that inner Self, and when you go out into the world, that is the most inner thing, you know, to the world is your bare skin, right? Birthday suit, amen. So, how do you? I got questions for y'all for real tonight, don't I? Told y'all we had stuff to talk about. Now I ain't playing. Um, you know how how do you how do you take care of yourself? How do you do that? What do you think that you're doing right now that's taking care of you? Give me a second. Think about it. What do you think that you're doing right now to take care of you that leads the that will or can lead to your goals? What's on that prosperity plan? Right. Your your goals 
And of course, I know they say goals in life and all that, but just make short-term goals. What is it? And when I am, I find myself torn. I find myself torn when people talk against, you know, New Year's resolutions and this, that, and that. I, I hear you I get it, right? Because that's even, even recently, I was gifted a book um, about a, a year walk with God, a devotional book. Um, and so I told myself immediately, I saw it. I was like, oh my God, I love this. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so cute, so good. And I'm going to start at January 1. So I get it. In that sense, sure, why not? So once I had that, I gave the same look I just gave you all, I gave to myself. And, and then I decided to start it now. So I, since then, I've, I've been doing it, right? So I'm torn because sometimes that's what somebody needs. But I think the compromise about, I guess, talking against, right, the New Year's resolution and don't wait to the new year to change this. If you've decided something now and all of that, um, then you you decide to, you know, say that I am I'm going to put in the work leading up to. So if I've decided at the end of like now. Right. So today it's the, now November has closed. We're in the last month of the year. Right. So we're in a brand new month. But then it is the last month. This is, a, this is a, a place to be. That's why we have to really guard ourselves right now, right? And as I'm talking, y'all feel free to call me. Call me up, 443-642-9403. Um, you can call or text that number, again, 443-642-9403 um, to talk back to me. Let me know what's going on, right? Because I'm posing a lot of questions tonight. I am. Um, even when you catch the, the replay and all of that, as y'all continue to watch this and turn on your notifications for the B-Mix every Thursday, right here on BeExposedRadio.com at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right? You turn on your notifications and you like and you reshare, I mean, you share and repost the show um, every week. But um, so as someone else, as if you're watching this later on, right, watching the replay, um, I still want you to comment and to answer these questions. I don't want it to be that, you know, oh, no, I'm catching this later. And I hear the questions. I mean, I want you doing the work. So if you're writing it down in a book or something at home, sure. But share them, too. But for now, while we're live, <laughs> call me, 443-642-9403. Um, and, you know, let's continue to talk about how we are figuring out how we, you know, what we do to pour into ourselves that we know is will and is supposed to guide and lead us to the goals that we're setting, right? Because as we're going into the new year, again, we are in the in a brand new month, but in the last month of the year, of a very trying year, excuse me, I think it's very trying, truthfully, because everybody can relate to it. Isn't that crazy? It's something that everybody can relate to. Yet, it's so much to take out of COVID. Because yet, so everyone, everyone, everyone literally around the world can relate to it. But everyone, and I mean each individual, walks away with their unique experience from it, right? So while I, like I've shared before, that in the beginning I was fussy about it, I complained about it so much, definitely thinking it was for the lift. <laughs> I thought it was going to be on for a little cute little couple months. You know, we was going to bust out in the summertime. Like, all right, cool. Didn't cancel spring. Here comes summer. Okay, that didn't happen. Um, and then, you know, 
what, since about the summer times when I started like really putting in work and then doing stuff and pouring into myself and investing in myself and things like that. Um, you know, while, while that's my experience and I mean, amongst you know other things, of course, to talk about, but then my neighbor, literally my next door neighbor could be, you know, they have a totally different experience. They could have started working real hard in the beginning and this and that, now they fell off. Now they might be experiencing, y'all, we might be, here's a plug. Please keep special watch over all who you love, because I don't want to say over who you think would experience seasonal depression. We're in a very different feel and space right now, right? It's not up to you to judge. Now, of course, if you know, if someone is confided in you and you know for sure that they are battling, have been battling, have an experience with depression in general, um, then that's, you know, more of the person that you probably want to think to reach out to in this time and this season. But it's everybody, because again, this is something that all of us, literally everyone across the world, across the world, around the world is experiencing. And it's trauma. We are living in trauma right now, right? That's just the pandemic. What about everything else, y'all, that we have witnessed and observed and you know, sat through and 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 voted in now. Okay. So just I was trying to inch that in there. Um, so that was traumatic. We all on the edge of our seats, biting. I was gonna make a joke because y'all see only my nails on y'all. Whatever, I'm letting them brief. Um, but, you know, biting <laughs> the tips of our nails, like, you know, just in, in anticipation on top of the just the blanket that we are all experiencing this world health crisis, this world pandemic. Um, so just saying, right? A lot of stuff to unpack. Um, I absolutely urge you to check on all who you love. Do some wellness checks. Mind you, what we've talked about before is that you don't have to make it, you know, known that this is a wellness check. Hey, hey, Aunt Bertha, this is a wellness check. You all right over there? You need some cane goods? Like, Girl, <laughs> I want to tell you I need some candles like that with this smoker's uh smoker's voice. I, please, no, I don't need your candles now. Asking me like that, so <laughs> in that same token, I crack myself up, y'all, for real. But <laughs> in that same token, it's also not on me to make you feel like it's a burden for me for you to lay you know your stuff on me. It's always an exchange. It's a give and take, right? Because this is important work that we have to be doing right now. I said that. I said that. And right now, we just have to decide to do the important work. We keep talking about the important work. We have to keep talking about it now because it's the encouragement for you to, to do it. If you haven't started doing it, for you to initiate it, right, or to start doing it. And if you have been doing it, to continue to do so. To catch that breath you need, to, you know, take that short break, that little rest that you need. To, to, you know, uh, rejuvenate and, and, and to press on, right? This is important work that we need, helping and loving on one another. No, it's not hippie talk. You know, I've, I've been called and often referred to myself like the modern day hippie because I'm all about like peace and love, literally. But it's what we need. It's literally the change that we need in this world, not just America. Okay? But, you know, we... We have to, we have to do it intentionally. 
right? Everything that we do, because there's a right and wrong way to do everything. I've said that one million trillion times in my life. Um, that the work is so again with the wellness calls, right? And checking on the people that I know and love that it's not for me to make it feel like, like say if they have initiated the conversation and reached out to you and for, you know, I'm, I'm very careful as to when somebody says, you know, they just check, hey, hey, right? I'm like, text or call, hey, hey. Now, mind you, I could have just been waking up from a nap because I'm good for napping, okay? Um, or, the worst, fit to go down for a nap. Oh, Lord, right? But it's not my plate, like giving, Again, there, that's where that fine line is right there, like where it splits, boom, it's interchangeable, right? That it is also on me to do the work to self, you know, to, to I mean, on self, to, to guard myself, right? It's on me to do that. So it's for you to find that balance, right? If it helps in the town where maybe, you know, this particular person is reaching out to you or that you are, it's laid on your heart um, to reach out to, Um and you know, like, oh, this person usually drains me. So let me, let me go out myself. Uh, for me, I know certain people have crossed my mind, but I've been like, I know I'm, I'm, I'm doing assignments and I'm working on some stuff that I, I need to really, you know, close, um, tie these loose ends. And so I'm like, ah, I know that once I get on this phone call or something like that, or, or reach out to this person, it's going to be a distraction to me as far as like, I know I'm not going to be able to sit here and type and all that and be on the phone. Like, I know I'm not going to do that. No, no, nothing against them, right? Because we said anything I might say, you know, about myself doesn't necessarily mean I mean something against them. It just means I, I'm present and aware of what this could be. And so what happens is that, you know, we want to make sure that we don't turn people off of seeking the help that they need. But then we'll swear, well, I reach out to such and such. Yeah, I reached out to her. She ain't even tell me. I, she ain't tell me she was going to do all that. Did you create that space for her? Did you really leave a pure, safe haven for him to, to come to you, to open up? And then were you expecting it on your terms? Wow, I'm talking good today, y'all. I'm just saying. Because then we'll be like, well, they didn't, they didn't tell me then. Okay, well, that could have been the t- they weren't ready to talk about that right then and there. People are going through their stuff, just like clearly you are. If you can cast that judgment, right? So it's to easy pace it, right? It's just treading easily. It's treading easily. You know, you reach out to. That's all I said to y'all was to reach out to the people that you love, and I'll tell you why. So on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving that was last week, last Thursday. I realized it was like Thanksgiving afternoon. I came to a like a halting realization, but a realization nonetheless, that I had been experiencing a depressive episode is what I call it. I had realized it for I don't know how long prior to then that just leading up to it, I had been, you know, showing signs of like ways that I know that I was in, you know, dealing with depression. Um you know, in the, in the past, like prior, prior to that, right? Different depressive episodes. And like, it was the, the lack of motivation. Um, it was, y'all, I'll be honest, one of the things for sure, and I'm, I'm just, I'm being honest and being vulnerable because I know that it's one of those things we don't, we don't like to talk about things that we know people may not understand. And so we don't want to share because we feel like, oh, you're not going to get that. But 
what we do here on the BMX. We air it out. It's all raw and authentic material all the time, right? So truthfully, one of my things too is that I find myself um, like I don't I don't want to shower as much. So I know like people are going to take things out. The, the, the inner me wants to explain it so bad. Like, no, y'all, it doesn't mean I was in here like, ugh. But however you take it, and that's up to you. I'm telling you that I know that it'll be like, all right. All right. I didn't shower yesterday. Probably shower the day before. All right, let me, let me shower. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just, it was a thing. I was absolutely sleeping a lot more. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my goodness. And I, that's why it's. I don't want to say it's crazy that, but in, in lack of better words, it's crazy that I didn't pick up on it. I did not pick up on it. I was really battling depression. Um, and I figured, right? So in my own self-reflection, because this is where I said that you have to, what we were talking about earlier, that you have to be keep an open mind, even though you're doing the, the work on self. That's why the, the self-work isn't just by yourself. Um, it's in alignment, right? It's in alignment. I'll be honest, it's not with the universe. It's not in alignment with the universe. It's not in alignment with the ancestors. You can call on them and talk to them too. But I promise you, and it's in alignment with God. Okay? <laughs> because he will help you to maintain an open heart, which then is interchangeable with the mind. Thank you. Uh, to my conversation I was having earlier. <laughs> um, for that reminder. And so he will help you to also keep an open mind that as I'm doing all this work on self with him, so then it could keep you maintains your humility. That way I know that I'm not doing, I'm not self-made. We're gonna get into that. We gotta get away from this self-made talk. Oof, I digress. Um, but that, you know, because I didn't do all this work on my own, I did it, you know, with him, right? God helped me to work with myself and to get better here and this and the third, that I can then keep an open mind to hear other things. So I was doing so much work on self and I self-reflected. Um, and came to the conclusion that I was in a place of, um, like I was really missing intimacy, all different, like a range. I'm talking about a huge array of intimacy, right? So I am, I'm like, I know a lot of us say things and just say it arbitrarily, like, oh, there's no meaning to it. But I, I mean, really, I mean everything that I say, like swear. Um, and so I mean, when I say I'm a hugger, I really mean that. Hugs mean so much to me, right? So just for, you know, embracing like others that you wouldn't necessarily kiss because then if I'm in a relationship with you, whereas, you know, kissing is a part of our relationship, that kissing is a huge thing to me too, right? But I'm not going to expect a kiss from someone that that's not a part of our relationship, right? Our, our bond. So, you know, I missed hugging. I missed, I, I thought it, and just in my thoughts, like, you know, as time went on, that I thought about like, man, when's the last time I actually kissed somebody? Oh my Lord. Like, ain't nobody kiss me. But, um, <laughs> um, you know, I thought about, you know, just, just different things, literally like of like, I was like, okay, I get it. I get why people in relationships, you know, you can call somebody and, you know, just be on the, be that they, you know, I think of a girl, right. That, oh, my boyfriend. And I just call him. We just breathe in. Cause he just has, he feels like he has to be on. He can't hang up on me. Like, that type thing. I was never really that girl. I, you live your life over there, I live mine. And then, I don't know, wherever we connect, I go there. Whatever. I hate you. But <laughs> um, it was, you know, just a matter of, 
of that, like of just that that person. And so I'll also even go and go further into my vulnerability now, my vulnerable moment that I'm having with you all that I am a girl that, you know, truthfully appreciates male presence, right? And I'm so grateful to the conversation I was having earlier because I'm just it feels good to hear, right? Somebody understand that that don't mean that I'm out here humping and want all the big like. <laughs> No, that's not what I mean by I appreciate male presence. And I even had to realize that that's not what I meant, right? So everybody, you know, you go through your seasons, your phases with this, and, you know, you're learning, you're learning lessons, right? Um, but I, I just, I missed that. And so I felt like, um, you know, and me missing that, I knew, but I'm, I'm also very, catch this, catch this, this maturity, Right. I knew that I recognize and acknowledge that I miss male presence. Then I also, even furthermore, I knew that I didn't want it from any and every, you know, like, like, sure. You know, if I hung around or talked to my dad, sure. Okay. Um, you know, been down to my brother's house around all my nieces and nephews and my, my sister-in-law and all that. Sure. Okay. Um, and then, you, you know, you recognize like, well, there's other male presence that I, you know, might want, right. Um, or might seek. Never have I ever reached out to, you know, look at what any past holes, however y'all put it, right? Because I knew that I didn't want that presence either. I wanted presence that was good for me, that was soothing to my soul. And I know that I do not currently have any connection with any man that would give me that. I'm happy about that, right? As far as... <laughs> I'm in, in what I just said that I'm not connected to any man that cannot give me that until a man that I have that connection with comes, then that's the man I would want to be connected with, if that makes sense, right? So, um, you know, I just I just miss that. And so, you know, you get to think, like, oh man, that's really cute when I'm good and I have my man and da da and we're just sitting here and just watching TV or whatever, right? It's literally in my household, it is me, my daughter, my three-year-old daughter, and the cat. He's the only, he's the pain of the house right now, right? The cat. And so big Maui. Okay. But that was it. And so I assumed that my, you know, depressive state was coming from that. Cause I had recognized like, Oh, I really wish I was just right down around me. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Okay. Um, I never once, you know, truly believed in like, you know, people talk about cuffing season and how people will feel, but seasonal depression is real. Right. Um, and so I believe that that's probably what I was experiencing. And on top of all of that, anytime, anytime, right. That I find myself in this, in this state, um, that I alluded to, you know, missing my brother still, like just always. And I'll be honest that he was my male presence. He was my male presence because he was my person too. I mean, with and literally whatever, without ever even having to ask, he was the one to call, you know, call me or I could call or, you know, just we linked up, we just I'd come over his house, we come over mine, just whatever, right? Run errands together. I don't know. Just we always want to go on adventure, like just anything, right? We really did so much together. And so even like once he was dating and so kind of like, you know, it's a little more distance, I guess. I get it. Whatever, I gave him his space, whatever. He never gave me my space when I was dating though. So it was one-sided. Neither here nor there. Um, but my brother, like I said, when I lost last year, was my person for that, right? 
And so, you know, that, you know, easily took me into a place too. So like it, it hiked up my grief um, or I not even hiked, but spiked my grief, right? Um, during this time. And it just all, all came crashing on Thanksgiving afternoon. Like when I say just all of a sudden, I'm, I know I was talking to my sister and I went to lie down again in the bed and it was, it sounds sadder than it was, but I'm just sharing that like from my bedroom door, I could see my daughter's door into her bedroom. And so she looked and she said, mommy, you laying down again. I was like, oh God, I'm failing you, right? Uh, but you're not. If anybody else has experienced this or is experiencing this, you're not failing that baby. You're not failing that baby. Um, you have to take care of you. And so I, I'd lie down and I had to I put my phone on the charger. I remember my phone on the pillow and talking to my sister, yada, yada, yada. And so get off the phone with her. And I knew I was like, I, I just want to roll over and go sleep. Like, that's what I want to do. And so I text my brother's family because they're family to me. Right. Um, and, um, and there was the only place we were really going to go. Um, on Thanksgiving. And so I text to see what time, you know, it was dinner. And by this time it's like two something. So like it's an afternoon. So they said like, we're saying grace at four 30. Um, so, all right. <laughs> I need to get us up get us start, get us ready. I needed to shower. Okay. By that time I was a little musty. I ain't gonna lie. A little musty. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, so I, uh, I was like, oh man. So when I say I, at least I got the, the I don't know the the energy just to give that one extra roll instead of just that roll to lay down I rolled one more time to get up and sit on the opposite side of the bed that I was on and when I sat up just pouring out I'm just like, oh. so my daughter comes in there she's just playing around at first she's all in my mirror and all that and she looked mommy what's wrong and I said well I'm sad immediately she was like Uncle Stephen yeah it's okay, mommy. It's okay. And she gives me back all that I pour into her when she has her moments of missing him. Um, and, you know, I just, I worked through that. I got through that. I didn't want to go down to their house so full, but I was, because I wanted to go out to to um, his gravesite and all. I didn't make it before I went to their house because I didn't want to be late. And just hugged his mother and just just wept all up in her, in, in the nape of her neck. Is that what that's called right there? All that right there. Just left it all right now, like all of it. Um, then I'm so grateful because I'm just grateful to have been in their presence. Um, so of course, I, I'll feel an extra sense of his presence when I'm around them as well. Um, and so all of that to say, right, that when I say, and I'm not even saying this as a as something I'm proud of, but it's it's reality that no one, and I mean no one, that I had been in contact with all during this time of that, um, um, I guess, depressive episode, right? Or even on that day of no one that I had been in contact with knew what I was experiencing because again, I really didn't know, right? Even my sister that I had just spoken with, I had just gotten off the phone with her. You know, that's how easily it is and not to scare anyone, but to talk about the severity of depression and even seasonal depression, right? So we go look at the statistics and all of that that that's how easy it is for so when we consider suicide right and i i'm not saying and i because i feel like i would admit to y'all i was right so i'm not saying that i had um that i had considered it you know this time around or anything like that but that i it makes me think of that's how easy it is for someone to be like i was just talking to that person and then right so when i say and i'm not 
I'm also not putting this on my sister either. So I, I don't know. We talked later on, and I just I remember thinking her like, you don't know, you just gave me some time today, and I we were just on the phone for hours. Child, at some point, I, we were just breathing. I don't know, and that's never like the nature of our conversations. We're always really talking and pouring into each other. Um, and so you know, but I'm not putting it on my sister because really she wouldn't know. And I'm when I I will admit I'm good, good to put on a good ear, a good face, and all that. So you have to be able to read through that. And sometimes you can't and you have to still be OK with that, too. Right. But it is at least still on you. The only thing I think that is for you to feel bad about if you hear that somebody was going through something or that it was worst case scenario. Right. When it comes to depression that, you know, that you felt the need to reach out to that person. And you did. That's about the only time that I really believe that there's something for you to take away from that. Like, oh, man, that's not for you to harp on it so heavily that, it, you know, sends you into a place. But. It is just something, absolutely something for you to reflect on. It's important. So that is definitely my, you know, my appeal to each of you to reach out to who you know and who you love. Like I said, it's not for you to decide on who, you know, you believe could be or would be experiencing seasonal depression because truthfully, all of us are dealing with trauma right now. So that's enough to to say, you know, that somebody could be dealing with it, you know, not even worse than or but just more than, you know, some of us. And it just depends on the day. Right. Um so what I'm saying is that like like seriously, like for real, <laughs> um mm, that's just like, sorry, before I get into that, because I just thought about this. That's just like as we are on our, you know, our conference calls or our Zoom calls and things like that. The the person that, you know, you might have not had a, the best encounter with, right, um, as far as work or, you know, I don't know, you call and make an appointment or whatever the case may be, um, that it's on you. It's on you in a way, at the least, you're, that's why <laughs> it's really on you to, to cover them, right, because they, you had that encounter with them for a reason. Not everybody on that call or not everybody that they encountered all throughout the day might have had that experience with them, but you did. So then it's on you. So that is really why it really tugs on your belief, right? Your belief in God, belief in Christ to take before the throne this person. If it doesn't mean you got to call Brenda out on the call and be all ignorant, you know, okay, Brenda, you ain't got to be. It's not this, that's not the case, right? <laughs> you can do it with class. But immediately, you know, I'm the person to sit there and pray, like, okay, this is the name of you, right? Okay, Lord, I don't know what's going on with Miss Shirley, but, you know, go ahead and cover her. Da, 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 da. And when I tell you, in my experience, some of the best experiences that I've had in having to, you know, run errands, sit through somebody's office or something, um, that it was like, I would always get called by the mean person, <laughs> like the person that you're like, oh, please don't let it be. Oh, God, it's Miss Brenda. Jesus. Oh God, it's Miss Cheryl Dean. Oh no, right? And then it turns out to be like, wow, this was amazing, right? Just saying. All that to say that when you're on these meetings and all, that it's on you, like I said, to cover them. Um, and so in order to be able to do that and for that to work, right, in your favor and how, you know, God says he'll he'll make everything work for your good, right? Um, even the the bad, the ugly and 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 indifferent, right? Um, that you have to align yourself to. So again, you have to do the work on yourself to do the thing. So I don't like to just make the same, oh, do the work on yourself. That's what you're supposed to do, right? I like to try to help and guide through that and what I've learned to what that means. So when I say earlier, when we were talking about like running errands, right? 
it said something else like like running errands um when it was talking about like um pouring out right oh when we were talking about work rather and so I also I had that also the idea back then I'm glad I just thought about it um of when you when you're giving more energy into the outside factors like I said like work earlier but also even just running errands and so running errands, like even going to the market. And so you know that, so especially for my parents or just people that have other people in your household, or even if you don't, I would assume that it still goes the same way. You run to the market, you know, you know that, um, you know, you, you've gone through, say, if you're doing your marketing. So right now, I don't know about y'all, when I go to the market, I'm trying to get everything I need because I'm trying to make this <laughs> go to the market as less as possible these days, right? And so walking through, that takes enough. There's other people in there. Again, everybody's dealing with trauma in a different way. Yada, 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 right? Just the stress of and anxiety of being around people. Ugh, right? Um, and again, it's for the people that, you know, not doing the, the pee pod and all that and all that. I ain't, I'm not there yet. I got to grow up. I'm going to get there one day. But so you're walking through the market and all that. Again, you take all the time. So you've been out for a while. All of this is on your mind now. Um and so you you get everything. So now you bag, got everything bagged. It's in your cart. You got to get from the cart to the car. Or if you you know not driving, go ahead and mercy. I could not imagine, right? My heart definitely will see, right? So get everything. Wait on the bus. Get on the bus. Or get everything. You get home. You got to unload the car. Bring every walk. You know from the bus stop to the house. All the bags or whatever. Take everything in. Put everything away. Right. Okay. Sanitize in there. Okay. Um, put everything away and all that, and just get tired. Like I said, for parents, I, I'm speaking from my experience and immediately I got to, we got to eat this and that and oh, okay, this and okay, just bath and ooh to ooh, right? Whole time before you go to the market, you might not have eaten or you may have eaten earlier, but in that, all that time that it takes to do that, that was a time, a good chunk of time where you should have eaten in, in between there as well. So when did you do that? It's taking care of yourself. Those things matter. Those things matter. So if it turns into, okay, next time we make a, a COVID market run, we're going to take me a little snack, okay? One, I can just slide up under my mask <laughs> and chew on and just nibble on and just keep something on my belly so that way I'm not walking through that. Because first of all, we all know anyway, it's like, I ain't going to say unhealthy, but it's kind of crazy to go to the market <laughs> to be hungry because y'all know how they go, okay? Either getting the stuff that you don't really need or want. You can't really think straight, you know, just whatever the case may be. Are you budgeting in a way you plan to budget? Yada, yada, yada. And so, but when it comes to like how things work and in alignment with who's that person that you might keep bumping into or every time you turn on it right behind you or something like that. And not in this way of like, you can tell he a creep and he's trying to get your number. I ain't talking about that. Or baby girl see that you out on this good seat and <laughs> you looking good and you know she might feel like this her come up right I'm not talking about that I'm talking about like how you just realize up and down the aisles or whatever and you're going to go get your stuff and you just keep having to run into this person some kind of way I truly believe that that's a sign son and now am I saying you're supposed to grab that face and start spitting all in the e and pray all over the ah. no I'm not especially not in COVID um but you know that's a person that you know you you clearly need to cover and so um, the, the thing to keep in mind is that the work that you're doing on self is so very important because of how you're building, you know, this is to build the word, right? The Bible says to build his temple. Somewhere else in the Bible also talks about us being the temple. So it's building on yourself, right? Um, how, how dare you, you know, build on anything else and build up somebody else's temple? 
without building on the temple of the Lord, right? And so for a lot of people, for a lot of people that need the Lord, that that need help, that need, you know, that strength, that encouragement, whatever the case may be, that extra push, that motivation, a lot of people, a lot of those people, and that's believers and non-believers, believe it or not, um, don't necessarily go to church for that encouragement, for that strength that they need. You, you are, are that representation. And that, that's you as in the person that is working on yourself so much that, you know, because God will use everybody. He will use anybody, right? And so you might be trying to figure out if you want to get back in the church or, you know, if you want to really turn your life back over to Christ or to, you know, whatever, right? To repent or whatever the case may be. You might be just trying to figure that out and he still will use you because hopefully somebody is, you know, recalling like, oh man, I was just in the market early or the other day or whenever. And I kept running to this guy that, I don't know, it just was on me. Like he might've, I don't know, couldn't tell if he, I don't know. It's just on my mind. Cover him because you didn't do whatever might have been there. It could have been coffee. You don't know, cover scorches. Who knows, right? It doesn't, it doesn't always mean that either, but it's not for me to tell you that part. That's the part I can't tell. What I can tell you is that that meant something. So I hope that if you think of somebody that you have recently encountered somewhere, right, um, that you may not have necessarily encouraged um, because, you know, especially we're in Baltimore. So we think that it's okay not to talk to people. Hence why my platform is always to push us to get to just talking to each other, embracing each other. Can't hug and all that now, you know, and got a little elbow thing, I guess. But, you know. COVID really didn't done something. I can't get over that. My first lady and I have like done it. That is the cutest thing. Y'all don't know her. She's the sweetest thing ever. But the little elbow thing with her. It's like, girl, stop, man. You on hip. <laughs> but um, you know, it whoever you've encountered somewhere that it was for you to, you know, either encourage, um, to give them that push in the spirit. And again, you could be somebody that is trying to figure out your own faith. God still will, still can and will use you if he so choose, right? Um, so it's always about working on inner self to be able to be in position to to do that, to be that blessed, to be blessed, to be the blessing. And so all of this. Right. What am I saying? What am I saying? Um, in our last moments together. Right. What am I saying? You have to you have to make up in your mind. To shut out all of the other voices of distraction. You had to. There's, there. There's the voice of COVID-19. So there's the COVID of anxiety that comes along with that. The traumatic voice that might be triggering um, some unaddressed trauma before. Um, some things that have been normalized that we might just joke about. I mean, there are just there's tons of different of other voices. And that's not necessarily, you know, for somebody that's Battling, what is that schizophrenia, right? Or, um, oh Lord, personality disorders, right? Like that's that, that's not what that means when they say like other voices. So calm down, don't self-diagnose. And also, if you feel like anything, go on and reach out to my But <laughs> the point is, um, you know, it's it's about shutting out those voices, shutting out those voices, so that way um, you can. Focus on, right? Focus on what 
your spirit has been told, right? Um, it's, it's important. I don't know how else to put that. It's so important. Again, this is the important work that all of us have to do uh, to see the change that we so desperately need and deserve and that will come one day. It'll come. I pray that all of us, or I pray that we, um, as many of us as possible can be around to see that. But if not, we definitely need to plant the seed for it today. Um, and so, you know, it working on yourself so much that you you start to hear more from God, right? So he's speaking out to your spirit. It's not this burning bush, you know, that tells you to take your shoes off now. That was in the Bible. That's cool. If God so choose, he might, you know, talk to people like that again in this day. But for real, for real, he knows how we are in this day. Maybe that's the type of, you know, um, like examples and the type of uh, communication and correspondence that they needed back then. For us, it's really like I'm looking in the mirror, you know, maybe fixing my hair or something. I'm trying to figure out how much dandruff y'all can see that'll drop onto my black shirt before I picked it up and realized all the hair on it. And, um, you know, God will speak to you and say like, oh, you know, make, you know, make sure you say this or make sure this, right? Who knows? But you have to be able to shut out all the other voices so that way it does not distract you from the voice that you need to hear in order for you to receive the blessing, to be the blessing, right? Um, And so it might even be, you know, in order for you, of course, then to be that beacon of light, right? Because who are you called to be that beacon of light for? Who are you being called to encourage? Someone needs, you know, that, you know? Um, again, you realize that you're running in and out of different aisles in the market. Um, that might've been somebody that's just considering suicide. Um, but they keep side eyeing you, right? Uh, hmm. how about the, the one person that has all the snarky remarks, like I said, on the zoom calls, because they're terrified when her abusive husband comes home that he might be back home any minute now. Yeah. She keep making snarky remarks. The thing is that each scenario that somebody might be experiencing, right, if it's a not so good one, they may not necessarily convey their need to you in a way that you would receive it as a need. Now, by all means, I am not, first of all, I'm not, I'm not a therapist by any means. I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist or anything. Um, but I, I am very passionate about the the human brain, the the mind, how it works. I'm very passionate about mental health, and so um, and, and and putting it into practical terms, right? Making common sense out of it. And so I think of it as you know the way when I'm going through something and how hurt I am, and depending on how deeply or what I may not necessarily. Y'all, I just admitted that I, I may not even say it at all, right? So if I do express it, it definitely may not be in a way in which you're like, oh, that's what's wrong with me. I might not do that, right? So um, uh, people in need may not necessarily express, like I said, their need to you in the way in which they, you, in which you think they should. That's what I wanted to say. You don't have to, you don't, you don't get to have a preference. Um, on how I act my inner feelings, act out my inner feelings. You don't get to have a preference, honestly. Um, one thing I can't stand is in grief, how Black people will ask, you know, how she do at the funeral? Girl, 
If Sister Soldier did cartwheels down the main aisle, then that's what she did to get it out. I could care less. Let her get it out. Right? Um, well, again, what is all this been here, right? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> do the necessary work on you, right? And within your spirit so that you can actually do the work and be good unto others. The, the work that it entails, the work that it takes, right? to encourage others, to uplift others, to empower others. Um, I wouldn't be able to to talk to y'all if I hadn't done the work on myself. To be able to sit here and tell y'all about a recent depressive episode, sure. Y'all vulnerable and stuff, tell y'all about my stuff. Y'all, please. (laughs) To even uh, try so hard to, to... create a space where you all feel okay to open up. And I know it's a big old space because it's, you know, out there, you know, in the world and internet, wherever, which you're watching and and, and tuning in. Um, But I still, like, I I believe in the energy, right? Of putting out there and praying over the show often of that. I would want you all to, um, you know, to feel that you can share, right? And so, again, I wouldn't be able to do this if I hadn't done the necessary work for myself, right? Um, it doesn't mean <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't mean that nothing else will rise up against you. It doesn't mean that. Um, it doesn't mean that you know. It just doesn't mean that. What it does mean is that you'll be equipped to handle it when it comes if it comes back around again, right? Um, It means that you'll be in a place where you can recognize and acknowledge and embrace it when it does and you'll know what you've been through, right? And how you responded then, the work you're putting in now and that you'll know that you're expected um, to have a better response to it. You'll respond better because you'll know better. You'll be better, right? Um, Everyone does not have to go out and start nonprofits. Not what I'm saying. This is not your call to the altar, to the glory, to, you know, go out and do that. You don't even have to take to the streets and protest, right? Um, Now, I'm not telling you not to. If it's it's so moved and it's in you to do so, it's in your heart, do it, right? Um, But for those that are moved, uh, because maybe it's just not your cards, right? But um, for, you know, if you think that you're not moved to start a nonprofit or to take to the streets or protest or whatever the case may be, these big moves that you see people making um, on behalf of, you know, the good, the greater good, it doesn't mean that you're off the hook and that there's no divine work for you to do. The best thing that you can do for your family, for your neighborhood, um, your city, state, country, us as a people, and most importantly, yourself is heal. I need you to heal. As your sister, I need you to heal. As a human being, I need you to heal. My daughter needs you to heal. She may never meet you, but she needs you to heal. Right? Um, animal lovers, we all at? Where we at out here? My cat needs you to heal. Get a better person, right? Um, you know, what you can do to change the big, huge, dying world around you is to address your traumas and to work to be delivered from your vices. It's important work out here for us to do, y'all. 
I mean it. Okay? Got it? You sure? I'm thanking you all in advance for doing that work. Because it's important. Because it's needed. It's necessary. Redundancy intended. <laughs> I love you. I acknowledge your presence. Thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you for at least considering to start anew and do better, you know, in this moment and moving forward. Okay? You got me? Because I got you. All right? Okay. As long as it's in there, it's been another episode of the B-Mix right here on BeExposedRadio.com. Until next week, be the mix that you are. <laughs>